The last, most important challenge was along the remote, sometimes rugged and always picturesque Great Southern Coastline, and would whittle down the number of new recruits to 30. Each man would have to race a 100 kilometres, equivalent to two and a half marathons, with a 50-kilogram pack on his back and carry a rifle. That was tough enough, but every 10 kilometres they would have to swim 400 metres, still with the pack and in water over their heads. Marshals along the route would enforce these rules, and anyone caught cheating would be disqualified from the race and lose any chance of joining the SAS. Anyone breaking down would suffer the same fate. Just as lightning split the cool night air, the hundred took off at a steady pace. Cavalier was running 80th as the group reached the lookout at Apex Drive on Middleton Beach, then cut down to the sand and swivelled along the water's edge. At ten kilometres, the puffing participants plunged into the near-freezing water, known to be inhabited by whales, porpoises, and less inviting sea creatures, such as great white sharks. By the end of the first swim, many competitors were struggling as they lumbered back to the sand, rifles strapped to their backpacks. Cavalier, a strong swimmer, had made up 50 places to be 30th and 350 metres behind the lead pack. Above them, two helicopters and one noisy gunship swept the water, their light beams picking up the long spread of contestants in case anyone got into difficulties, especially in the sea. After 30 kilometres of the run and three swims, dawn was breaking over the horizon. Very few of the men appreciated the spectacular start to the day as lightning continued to sprinkle the view over King George Sound. Some were pacing themselves at the front, while others were now stumbling at the rear. Cavalier was pounding along in tenth place as they approached the end of the fourth ten-kilometre stretch, which meant they were nearing the end of the first marathon. He was fifty metres behind the lead pack when he entered the water and level with them when they emerged onto the sand. A marshal pointed the way, and now encouraged each participant, like a football coach urging his players to lift their efforts. But they were not even halfway. It would take more than exhortation from army officials in tracksuits to keep them going. Eighteen men had dropped out, most of them lying slumped on the track. Several were in tears, their dreams of adventure in far-off lands shattered, Visions of returning to mundane jobs haunted them, and the humiliation of failing even to reach 50 kilometres was overwhelming. All but two of the dropouts had to be treated by paramedics trundling in vehicles along the beach road, like jackals waiting for victims to fall. In the fifth swim, after 50 kilometres, Cavalier was a hundred metres ahead of the next man when he left the water which had become choppy and even harder to negotiate. He looked back and saw the gunship hovering high above, focusing a light beam on a struggling competitor. He tore off his pack and swam to the drowning man. Having managed to haul him to the shallows, he removed his pack, dragged him onto the sand and began to resuscitate him. The man had taken in a lot of water, but within two minutes, Cavalier had him breathing and conscious. Moments later... Paramedics arrived and stretched the man up a slope to an ambulance. To applause from some of the others, who had witnessed the rescue, 
Cavalier trotted back to his pack and then to a halfway station. The group had the option to break for 20 minutes after four hours of non-stop endeavour, before turning around and repeating the runs and swims until they were back at the finish line at Dog Rock. Cavalier took a drink of water from his pack and stretched out his lower legs, then applied balm to his Achilles tendons and bandaged them before starting out again. Stopping to help a competitor had put him behind four others, who had taken only a few minutes at the halfway pit stop. But Cavalier had them covered before he entered the water for the sixth swim. He emerged ninety seconds ahead, and by the end of the seventh swim was a few kilometres clear of the next batch. After the swim at eighty kilometres, Cavalier had a slight limp. His left Achilles tendon was hurt.